Hey, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, a podcast about video games and pop culture with an emphasis on our favorites. Alright, it's Razzle Dazzle time. I'm your host, Jared. And I'm Patrick. That's our sound guy, Joe. Hello, hello. How are we doing today? I'm doing quite well, and I'm doing even better yeah? knowing that one of my favorite award shows is coming. One of my favorites, because, I mean, it does have its downsides, but... It's the most wonderful time of the year. Game of the Year awards. Okay. Um, I always like tuning in. I think they have a bit of a bias towards big studios, but this year it's changing. We got Hades on the lineup for Game of the Year, which I'm super hyped about. But we're just basically this episode is going to be just us talking about Game of the Year awards, which I'm super excited to talk about. Yeah, it's later this week. This episode's coming out on a Monday. The Game Awards on this Thursday. Who so things on a Thursday. Yeah, right. If anything, on Friday. Anyways. This is all speculation. We don't know anything. We don't know any of the results. We're just going to be talking about what we would like to see, what we would like to see win and stuff like that. Yeah. So and I want to preface the episode by saying these are all our opinions, of course. Yes. And if you like a game that we don't like or if you uh, don't like a game that we like, you know, th- that's perfectly fine. This is all just like what art is subjective yeah. and video games are. So therefore... Your opinion is your opinion. Whatever. Let's get this started. <laughs> all right. So we want to say we all unanimously agreed to save the actual game of the year award for last. Sure. So uh, I'm going to start us up with the second top thing and go down from there. Okay. So first off, we have best game direction, Ooh. which game had that sort of had its unique path and like is set itself apart from others. Unique path. Okay. Or it doesn't even have to necessarily set itself apart from others and be unique. Just it's. Uh, the direction the game took is what made the game fun. Oh, For example, okay. the games on the list are Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of uh, Tsushima, Ghost of Tsushima uh, Hades, Half-Life Alex, mm-hmm. and Last of Us. And I'll explain kind of the idea of my idea of best game direction okay. by explaining why I'm choosing Half-Life Alex. Ooh. Um, okay. You know, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. And it's entirely because this is the one of the first like big studio well-made VR games right. with that is actually good. I haven't played a lot of it. I've only played through the first stage because my computer is super slow, and I figured I would just upgrade my computer before I kept playing. Um, but so far, I love it. It's got Half-Life games. The biggest thing about them is physics. It's yeah. essentially what the, the puzzles all revolve around physics. Right. And this this game kind of has that now in terms of uh. Like, you pick up items around the map that let you upgrade your equipment. There are these little, like, uh, sphere-looking things. Not sphere, circle-looking things that you pick up, but you don't pick up by crouching down and grabbing them. The physics of the game lets you use this little levitating thing to, like, yeet them up in the air and then catch them. Ooh. Um, And then uh, one of the first uh, tutorial things that you do... uh, the guy, uh, the guy who gives you your first gun goes and tosses out the window. The gun follows physics like most games do now. But then you get to like shoot bottles and stuff, whatever. These days, it's not that great. It's not like whoa, amazing that when you shoot a bottle, it breaks into different parts and scatters. But like to me, that stuff will always be cool. And just like physics puzzles and Half Life in general, like being very physics oriented, it's always so cool. How to me. different is Half Life Alex compared to like the other Half Life games? Um, first of all and foremost, it is strictly VR. Right, the, you which, can't play it without VR. Which yeah, is, and I feel like that's why it's not going to win because it has too much limitations. Honestly, I prob- like it. It's fun, but it's pro- cool. But I agree with that. It's probably not going to win, but I think it should win just because it is taking that direction. 
Oh, okay. That other mean. games should take. I mean, VR is becoming more and more accessible. Uh, Oculus Quest 2 is 300 bucks, and it's its own console. You don't need a PC for it. Right. So it's this whole thing where, like, VR is becoming more and more accessible. I don't it's think we're ready time. for exclusives, though. It, we're not ready for – I don't know if we're ready for exclusives, but Half-Life Alex definitely shows that there is – Potential. Ca- r- there can be a really fun game in VR if you're willing to go that direction. It's called um, Sword Art Online. That's what it's called, <laughs> bro. If we get if we get to that <laughs> level of v, of uh, VR, I'm AR, never leaving. It, no, never definitely leaving. not. <laughs> my what choice would be Ghost. I can't. Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima was wow, my yeah. second. Wow. Well, that's it, fo- it follows its direction to a T, although it does break some like samurai whatever logic. Well, but it's, it's a video game. Yeah, it's a video game. It's, it it's ultimately you for you to have fun. Okay, it lets you pet <laughs> animals, and that's all I need. Yeah. And, you know, on a pl- playground, you've never wanted to be a samurai, have, like, that kind of ronin lifestyle. Yeah. This game finally did it. True. How many how many years did it take to make a good samurai game? You know, and it did it. You know what they say about um, Spider-Man, PS4, that it makes you feel like Spider-Man? This, feels, this, this makes, makes you feel, feel like, like a samurai. samurai. <laughs> yeah. I totally agree with that. Um, my pick, and, yeah, I'm biased, uh, for game direction, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Okay. Well, I you think. know, like, already just comparing the original and this, I don't think I need to say all that much. It's see, I know? like and I don't like their direction. Okay. I like the fact that they're taking really old games yeah. and remaking them to like to be good now. Mm. Um, by comparison, what I don't like is the idea of splitting one game into what seems to be. A lot of other games is what it seems like they're planning on. Well, to defend that, uh, f- the original Final Fantasy VII came out in separate discs. There was three, two, two discs, two discs. So here they're probably gonna make it to to three. I would assume. You know, I I get it. I get what you mean though. But like, you know, it, I it's it's just a personal thing for me. Right. I get is it. I, is I feel like you're just squeezing money out of a franchise but like if they all end up being really good sure but like from what I've seen from a lot of Final Fantasy 7 fans they don't really like the remake the way they remake well, there's, things there's a whole well see you can't expect the the game to be exactly the same you know as as it was oh, 20 course. some years ago uh, this I think what, what uh, the developers did that they really fleshed out Midgar as a whole they, they really added more content within Midgar, which already in the original was already chock full of it. Because you spend like a good maybe six, ten hours in Midgar in the original game, and this it's you know the entire experience about twenty some hours or so. Oh yeah, and then, and don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I said Final Fantasy Seven don't like it. They, their fans didn't like it. They liked it, right? But instead, there were a lot of things that weren't that, that right. they were off. About. It's not the same. Nostalgia glasses, you know. I get it. I get um, it. Yeah, so that's that's game direction. Uh, next up, we have narrative. Um, right. In this category, we have Thirteen Sentinels: Aegis Rim, which I looked up. I didn't really get what it was about, uh, so I just kind of didn't really look into it too much. It's a it's an indie game, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Thirteen oh, Sentinels: Aegis Rim. I see. Um, we have Final Fantasy VII Remake, um, Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima, right. Hades, Last of Us Two. Okay. For me, this one I was undecided on. Really, um, it's not Last of Us. No, I have some gripes with the story. Okay. I do too. It's it's a good story. If I could it's choose not... that one to lose, I would. Mm, oh, okay, nice. okay. Um, the story is 
isn't like ama- I still like the story, although some people find their criticisms with the way the story was told. Um, and it, it was frankly very artistic approach to storytelling. Mm. Um, some that artistic or er, creative, I guess is okay. a better word. Um, some people didn't really resonate with the pacing of the story. I did not. It um, just drags on and on and on. Okay. Where I like that was my, one of my issues as well, but at the same time, I did enjoy the general premise of the story. Um, and like just, the basic plot? Uh, yeah. Okay. Although there were some parts that kind of dragged on more than they needed to, et cetera. Right. But um, didn't know when to quit. But also, Ghost of Tsushima was really cool. Oh. Oh. Ghost man. of Tsushima was really cool. So, I I'm undecided on this one. Uh, and then Hades is in here, and Hades is literally everybody is saying this game's amazing. One of the best, I would say, the best indie game of all time right now, just uh, by reception. I remember watching uh, the reveal trailer and on a Nintendo Direct, and it, it looks pretty cool. It looks interesting, you know. Uh, personally, I wouldn't play it, or at least I I don't think I have any uh, motivation to pick it up. It, it is. It is a. Uh, what's the studio called? Supergiant. Uh, Supercell. It's the people it's, who made uh, Transistor and Bastion. Yeah. Yeah. See that. Yeah. Exactly. So that's why I'm curious about it. And and then when they plaster their screen full right. of reviews that are all nine, right. uh, nine slash ninety plus. Right. And I'm like, man, this game had to be really good to where everybody unanimously agreed that this game's really good. I start. I tried playing. Um. Or I started playing. Uh. Transistor. I know you like that game a lot. Yeah. Um, you and I talked about it once before. Um, I'm still, like, in the very beginning and, and everything. I, I'd spent, like, at least two hours uh, my first time sitting through. I just found it... I'm, I'm going to talk about the story. I just found it weird, and the gameplay is interesting. The gameplay, the gameplay is I, very I really interesting. Like and if that's style. the same way how it is in Hades, I, I'm intrigued at the very least. Hey, it doesn't have the time stuff. Right, right, right. But, um, like... Mm, it looks the same, kind of plays the same. I think I think the like the movement aspect of it is the oh, same, okay. though he has okay. like different weapons. I okay. from what I saw, I really want to play Hades, so I haven't spoiled it too much for myself. Okay, but it does. From what I've seen, it's a really good game. But do you have anything for narrative? I no undecided. Undecided. Okay. Just, okay. I it, just it, want it is less a, of us to lose for that one. <laughs> <laughs> it is a tough one. There are some good games. I don't even for know any, and I don't even know anything about Thirteen Sentinels. I, I I've never even heard of it until now. Um, makes me it's like control it gets me curious because i ended up looking into control control. and control looks very really good i'm I'm planning on playing that one as well you should oh man it's really it's really interesting it's kind of like to me it has some doctor strange type vibes okay does that make sense yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. all right so we'll move on to the next one i didn't Um, say my pick oh sorry (laughs) i'm didn't you say final fantasy yeah yeah (laughs) oh no that's what you said last category but i suppose (laughs) it just carries through the next one yeah it did all right uh, next, we have best art direction. I was oh. curious to see what you had to say, Ooh. Jared, because Final mm-hmm. Fantasy VII and Ori and look, the Little List is look. here. Look, um, for me, it's actually Final Fantasy VII remake is not on here for me. For it, art direction? For art direction, no. I mean, it just looks HD. You know, it looks 3D. It's cool. Like comparing it, from it, polygons, like the, the cyberpunk kind of setting that yeah. it has. Yeah, like it's just going from polygons up to HD. That's great and all. That's great. That's cool. Oh, okay. I so you're it. you're considering it as like the C if if it were a sequel. It's a remake. Or a remake. You know, it's a remake. So, uh, for me, if it's, you were to look at the Final Fantasy VII setting, yeah. in like its or I guess art and yeah, all yeah, that in, in its Midgar. own sort of category without comparing it to Final Fantasy VII original, right? Does it raise at all? Mm, no, because I feel like uh, I'll use I'll use the enemies as an example. When it comes to bigger 
uh, RPGs or something that, that looks like pretty realistic and stuff. It has a lot, a lot of details, which uh, the remake does. Um, the enemies, I have the same problem with how they look. Not saying they look bad. They look amazing. But you know how in the um, Michael Bay Transformer movies, there's just too much details on the actual Transformers? And it just looks weird. That's how I feel about the enemies in the remake. There's just a lot of details that just it, it, it's just too much, in my opinion. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So for me, I would say Ori and the Will of the Wisps or Ghost of Tsushima. Okay, That's a that... very hard pick for me. Ghost of Tsushima was mine. Yeah, because I totally. I, yeah, because what like when I saw that it was on the list, my mind immediately went to that last fight. Yes. Which, if you've played the game or watched the game, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. It's very, it's very cinematic. This game, yeah, I think, and it's just tons of scenes in this game, yeah, look beautiful and amazing, yeah. and it follows the art idea of samurai yes. entirely through in the menus, yes, it, uh, in the game itself, mm-hmm. in everything. Mm-hmm. I totally it agree. It follows the art direction to a T, which is what I love. With Ori, in my my opinion, um, it's just the coloring. It evokes a sense of wonder. Yes. And that's why Ori's my picks, hands down. Uh, I, Last of Us is close, because I really liked how Last of Us looked and kind of felt on a gameplay-wise. Right. It really got the the like grim, dark setting, mm-hmm. or like yeah. slight it. survival horror almost. Nailed it. But like... For me, but like you see that so much. But uh, not as they did it really well. Okay. Um, but ultimately, what pushed me towards the other games or being Ori and Ghost of Tsushima mm-hmm. was that they did it better. Yeah. They followed their art okay. direction better. Yeah. When you open up a Last of Us, uh, any any of the Last of Us menus, mm-hmm. like pause menus, anything, it's just black and white. There's no it's they plain. they don't really follow through in their menus. Whereas what really got me in Ghost of Tsushima is even the menus have like this art style to them. Yes, it does. I think I think yeah. I think I'll give for me the edge more towards uh, Ghost of Tsushima than Ori. Yeah. All right. Now we have uh, one that I was really interested Ooh. in uh, talking about. We have best score in music: Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII remake, mm. Hades, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Last mm. of Us Two. Last of Us Two. I don't really remember any notable music Nor other than other than the one song that but that's more of a cover of a already original song or, or existing song, right? Yeah, it is a cover. Um I don't think it's the But original. um but uh the voice actors for uh Ellie and uh um why am I forgetting his name? <laughs> I know Baker? the well the the actual characters. But Joel. Troy, Joe. Joel. <laughs> Joel. Uh, Troy Baker, uh, Ashley Johnson, they do a cover of the song, like, actually. It's really good. But, like, that's the only really notable thing from The Last of Us. I don't know why it's here. The music isn't really, like, exceptional. It's great. It fits the mood. It's not exceptional. Whereas Doom Eternal, oh, man. You Mm. start playing that game, you get to, like, a key fight or just really any fight, and they have tons of different songs for tons of different moods um like i remember the, my favorite is uh i forget the name what was the name uh, <laughs> it's my the favorite, only thing the they fear is you the only thing they fear is you and it's like the biggest one i mean mm. <laughs> call me whatever you want i like the one that's popular um but man you you're playing the game it's popular for a reason yeah exactly 
but like you're in demons faces there are more demons around you than you can pay attention to all the while this music is playing and like the entire time you're doing stuff you go shoot a demon in the face with the shotgun then punch him in the face then you turn over to that guy blast him with your flamethrower all while this music is playing and you're like man this is what I want to hear yeah. as I'm playing Doom. So that's why Doom got it for me, because there's just tons of this. This isn't the only song. There are multiple songs like this that add to this sort of, like, I am killing everything vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Doom Eternal for me. Same. That's totally fair. That's I'm, a me- totally I'm fair. a rock and a metalhead, and I like the aesthetic of Doom and just the idea of being too pissed off to die. <laughs> I love that. So, Doom for show. I will give a special highlight to Ori and the Will of the West, though, because they always I'm, just have beautiful music. I'm glad you brought it up. Um, Calming music. For, for me, I totally I totally uh, respect and, and agree with what you're saying about Doom. Um, Ori, again, beautiful music. It just carries, or, or like, it, it, it flushes out the sceneries a whole lot more, thanks to the music, you know. It's, it's just an already beautiful game. It's almost perfect, in my opinion. Music there is beautiful. But in my opinion, I would give it to uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake again. No way. Look, Nobuo Uematsu, he, he, he worked on the remake. He did the music for the original game. His work throughout this um, franchise, this game in particular, in my opinion, is legendary. Just just listening to the opening um, sequence. The main Aerith's, menu music? Aerith's theme. Cosmo Canyon, oh. Sephiroth's theme. Oh, uh, yeah, that's All just right. me. That's just well, me. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll accept your nostalgia glasses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, now we're out, now we have another one which I really want to talk about just because I really like uh, kind of prying into the voice acting community every now and then. So best performance. Um, we have uh, Ashley Johnson as Ellie from The Last of Us. Laura Bailey as Abby from The Last of Us. Uh, I'm kind of biased towards those two because I do watch Critical Role, which is the D&D show they're on. So, Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So I am a little biased towards them. But we also have uh, Daisuke Suji, if I'm getting the pronunciation right, and forgive this next pronunciation, Jin Sakai uh, from Ghost of Tsushima. Or we have uh, Logan Cunningham as Hades from Hades. Um, I haven't heard Logan Cunningham's performance. Uh and Miles but, uh, Morales. Oh, oh yeah. right. It's oh, it's on the next page. Yeah, Naji Jetter. Uh, sorry for pronunciation if I got it wrong. As Miles Morales from Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um, I so I've heard four of them being the only one not being Hades because right. I'm still not looking at anything that game because I want to fully enjoy it as if it's like I don't know anything. Um, I I want to go with Ashley Johnson's Ellie again, but I'm okay. biased for the Last of Us one. Ah. Uh. So, so you're you're thinking about her performance in the first game, not the second. Um, I'm thinking about how w- w- there's a there's the shift of oh, kind of oh. Ellie. Be- Ellie clearly is more mature, but I don't know if that, I could contribute that to writing or if I contribute that to her the acting. voice acting or okay. both. Okay. So it's it's one of those, but it's still just like her performance in it is killer, right. regardless. Right. But then also, she's just a good Abby actor. from The Last of Us is also killer performance. I mean, Ashley Johnson, Laura Bailey, they're like killer voice actors. Mm-hmm. Um, Laura Bailey's huge. Um, so I don't know. I'm really split. I don't know if you guys have any. Uh, for me, I, it's, it's either um, uh, Daisuke Suji or Naji Jetter. 
yeah. me. For me, hands down, Miles. I think I think um, uh, goes Tsushima has a has a slighter edge over than Miles Morales, in my opinion. Okay. You know, I it's just I don't know. It's just um, I, I guess it, the writing helps a lot with the voice actor. Yeah. You know. Yes, with um, Miles Morales, mm-hmm. the writing and the voice are in sync. Mm-hmm. The quality is the same, whereas the quality in the writing for The Last of Us, the quality versus the performance, mm-hmm. there's a huge difference. Difference. You could have the greatest voice actor in the in the world voice a terrible line, right, and it still would be bad, right. But if you have just good consistency with both, then I think that's a win. That's why I'm giving it to Miles. Fair. All right. Totally. And also, totally fair. Uh, when I picture Miles' voice. Like when I'm reading the comics, it sounds just like him. Yeah. And it's I can't ever get rid of the um, distinction between his voice and Miles. So if there's ever Miles Morales in the future, yeah. I feel bad for whoever that has to be. Because, right? Because he already has to like yeah. step up. Yes. He has right. a hell of a thing. Right. <laughs> there's a big bar there. Okay. Oh yeah, I did complete like slightly pass over Miles Morales. It is good. It's just playing through The Last of Us. I personally think the performance was. Because it's such an emotional game, right? And it's so hard to act emotion, right? But to that level, um, you actually got to reach down somewhere to yeah, get it. Yeah, at some like literally, there are scenes where you, characters are going from super pissed to super scared right. to super sad in right. like the same thing, and you're like having to act that, and it's crazy. Right. Okay. Fair. Um, Fair. What we got next? Next up, we have best game. ongoing game. Best ongoing. Uh, and on my list, I did skip a few. So if you yeah. guys, if you guys want to talk about one that I skipped, let me know. Um, Games for Impact was one right before that, and I haven't played any of them except for Tell Me Why. Okay. And for Tell that, it has why? it. Sorry. No, there's the Backstreet Boys do not make an appearance. <laughs> in this game. I wish they did, <laughs> but it just I like it. It feels like, um, uh, believe it or not, more darker. Life is strange. It's it made by it. the same people. Okay. So it gives me that type of vibe. Yeah, I always recommend that people try the games for Impact. Yeah, um, just it's it's one that like they're such small games, to where they completely fly under the radio or the radar oh. until it's time for uh, the Game of the Year awards. One one of the games here is a uh, Spirit Fair. Spirit Fair. Fair. Yeah. Uh, I that that game is actually really pretty. That game is super pretty. Sorry, okay. yeah, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. <laughs> I mean, it comes up later. It's a uh, I believe where was it? I had Spirit Fair somewhere Indies, else on this list. Probably. Ah, uh, we'll figure it out when we get there. Yeah. All right. Um. You said ongoing. Yep. We have best ongoing games with uh, I wrote Alex Legends, <laughs> Apex Legends, Destiny Two, Call of Duty Warzone, Fortnite, No Man's Sky. Um, as as much as I don't want to say this, it's Fortnite. It's I think Fortnite will win. Not saying that I will want it to win. I don't care. I I don't play any of these games, but as, I think Fortnite will win. As much as I don't like Fortnite. I kind of wanted to win. Okay. Uh, they I, are, they they are the best for just content, like com- like constant updates of just good that's content. That's really fair. Like while I don't like the game, imagine if your favorite game mm-hmm. had like nearly co- uh, like every quarter of a year you have updates for marvel and entire map changes and crazy stuff like that every like quarter it's like crazy how daredevil got added into the game that's my favorite superhero and i was like fortnite you're trying me you're trying (laughs) me real hard but i'm I'm gonna resist part of of me wishes i like i enjoyed 
the game because it's it's, it's, it's constantly know. updated. Like I like CS:GO. Right. We we just got our first update in like forever, mm. and it's like we uh, first operations in like what, almost a year now. I don't remember the specifics, but mm. like oh come on, dude. But yeah. So anyway, ongoing game for me is Fortnite. Um, Destiny yeah. Two is is not bad though. Destiny Two. It's a weird place for me. Okay. I don't like Destiny. Very inconsistent. Oh, okay. Very, okay. very inconsistent. Fair. Fair. It, I, I don't, like, I like the what Destiny was planning to do. Mm. I don't like the direction they took. Mm. Um, and they keep following that direction, and mm. it's not really getting any better for me. Okay. I, I used to hop in every now and then whenever they released another one of these, like, uh, updates that they do. Just doesn't really pull me in. Fair. Fair. There's not much else I can say. With Call of Duty and Apex Legends, um, there's not that many people playing it anymore. It 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 rode its hype hype train pretty much off the cliff. Wars, so Warzone still has people play it. Um, it hasn't I, I generated know as much hype okay. as it used to. I guess I know people who still not play Warzone and Apex, but it, it's definitely smaller communities than when they first started. But they still have consistent communities. Right. I don't know about updates. I don't follow the two I, games. But I don't know. All right. Now we go to my favorite category. Indies? Best indie game. Okay. Um, we have Carrion, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, <laughs> Hades, Spelunky 2, and Spirit Fair. Oh, my gosh. Um, and oh my, my answer, gosh. I haven't played it, but I already know it. It's Hades. <laughs> oh, man. Go ahead, Joe. I have not played. The only one I've <laughs> played is the one I'm going to vote for. So Fall I'll, Guys? Of course. It's easily going to get it. Ooh, oh, it's so? it's going to be close between Hades and and Fall Guys, <laughs> and now, I, but I feel like Fall Guys is going to eke it out. People sleep on the Spelunky uh, Two community. I don't. There even... is a sur- I've met a surprising amount of people who like Spelunky Two. It is it is a roguelike where you go through a cave uh-huh. full of monsters. It's a very 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 difficult roguelike. Okay. And I think that's why people and it it's the same sadist type of person that plays Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> and I, and I, th- I think that it's not gonna, it's not gonna win, but Spelunky fans are gonna turn up if it does. I mean, hey, it got nominated, you know. That's <laughs> yeah, it got nominated, which is doing plenty good. more. Spelunky, I don't think it's the first Spelunky got nominated, so they're, they're <laughs> progress. <laughs> but yeah, Hades is mine. Fall Guys is reasonable, but I think the hype's kind of died down for Fall Guys. But still, a lot of people played it for a very long time. True. At least in August, and the hype train eventually died in November. True. And I, I wish I wish these other games got more presence to them. I mean, Spelunky would probably be a lot bigger if people knew about it. Uh, Spiritfarer, you said it was beautiful. Yeah, it really, looks like I a didn't really even, pretty game. I didn't even know what it was until I was researching. Um, there's an owl in the clouds. Yeah, there's an owl in the clouds. Uh, and then Carrion, I don't even know what it is. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Which I wish these games, I wish indie games could be put on the same level as these big developer ones, but there's no way. They just don't have the advertising to do so yeah that i mean sucks. i heard more about fall guys than did hades not saying which one's better or not but that's just i'm just yeah no i got you two cents right there you know i got it i got <laughs> it all right uh shout outs to vr dreams half-life alex uh marvel's iron man stars star oh. wars squadrons the walking dead saints and sinners you guys don't do vr i did i do well, a bit I, of VR. I tried squadrons okay even in the vrs it's not bad I haven't played Squadrons. It's not bad. However, it's Walking Dead Saints and Sinners is awesome. Half Life Alex is awesome. There it is. So between those two for me. For sure. I don't think Squadrons will, will get that one. If anything and Iron Man is cool, but has it lived up to the hype? 
that it got when it was announced? People wanted I, it to be an eSport. I haven't played the story. I've tried multiplayer. Uh, it's, it's it's like a more upgraded version of Battlefront 2's Starfights. Yeah. Uh, okay. There's just a little bit more going on. Yeah, there's like a little bit more specifics because that's turned into a whole entire game. But uh, I don't... Has it lived up to the hype? I maybe I don't know. Uh, I need to play it more to actually give you an answer. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I'll be waiting for that. <laughs> All right, best action game: Doom Eternal, Hades, Half Life, Alex, uh, Neo Two, which was slept on, and Streets of Rage Four, which was slept on. Um, as much as I want to say Doom Eternal. Oh, Streets of Rage Four. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. As much as I want to say Doom Eternal, because it is a sick. It is. It is the action game to me. Right. Right. Neo 2 uh-huh. is it has its own sense of action. It's it's like a it's almost it's a basic it's a Dark Souls type game. Souls like yeah. I guess is the yeah. genre. But like it is scary. Right. How monstrous how dangerous everything is and a lot of enemies have like these special moves that lead into basically cutscenes. Like you'll have the snake like type of enemy which will wrap around you and bite you and then slither away and it's like a whole cutscene just like for a, an attack like a command grab yeah a command grab basically right. and I'm like like all this stuff super Neo is Neo is up there with Doom Eternal for me but I don't know but I still think I'm probably going to push Doom right but Neo is pretty good as well I would I'm a sucker for beat em up games so I would want Street to Rage 4 to win um, do I think it's going to win maybe not but well, to be fair, you know. we, we have been talking a lot about communities pushing games. Um, I believe how the Game Awards does it is they don't necessarily give it to whichever one gets the most votes, but they factor that in when they give it to their panel of uh, people who are, who give their opinions, which is mm. mostly uh, like uh, video game magazines, mm. um, video ga- like big video game talk whatever is like mm. yeah like IGN um, uh, just throughout the world tons of different like outlets that talk about games are right. being brought in for the game awards to right. give their opinion I think that's where the real award comes from so Streets of Rage could win if everybody who works in it's, game studios is like yeah Streets of Rage it's such a fun series uh, it's it's been f- uh, going on since what the Sega Genesis Saturn so it's a long time the, the art in that game is very beautiful. Everything looks so clean. It's so crisp. The, the controls are tight. It's just really fun. I, I just love beat-em-ups, you know? Okay. No, I get it. Anything for you? I feel like I don't know enough to okay. make a fair adjustment. I mean, I really like Doom Eternal, but I haven't played basically any of these. I've seen things from Half-Life Alex. Um, For a VR game, it's really good. Mm-hmm. I don't think but, it's an action game. Yeah. I, I think, think it's it... more the next category than it is this category. Yeah. So, I mean, by proxy, I guess I'd go with Doom Eternal, but I, I'm going to remain relatively neutral in this one. Gotcha. Next up, we have Best Action Adventure, which I think Half-Life Alex should have been in and should have won. And that's my opinion. Okay. Uh, these games that it has... So, we have uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ghost of Tsushima, Spider-Man... Jedi uh, Fallen Order. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order, Last of Us 2, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. These are all great action adventure games, but mm. Half Life Alex puts you in a city. You f- you see and feel like you're in a city, and you get to wander through that city, exploring it, going into the subways underneath it, filled with uh, head crabs and barnacles, mm. and going through the over city. And you have the uh, 
the combine i think they're called the enemies in it um which are very scary totalitarian police force whatever of aliens it's it immerses you and i think that's a big thing that's needed in an action adventure i have never felt as immersed in a setting as i have with half-life alex Mm -hmm. so i think half-life alex should win action adventure okay even though it's not nominated even though it's not nominated hey all right could come from behind (laughs) <laughs> like Randy Orton. <laughs> from, right in. For for these picks, um, I love Fallen Order. I love Ori. Miles Morales is really cool. But in my opinion, I, I would I would love to see Ghost of Tsushima winning this. It it I mean, I believe it is the most open world out of all of these. Yes. Uh, Spider Man's open world. But I believe they just reused the map uh, from uh from PS4. Yeah. They made some changes ago, I think. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong no, with that. It's all. just, it's just if you're looking for best action adventure, something new is going to beat something old. I'm between um, Spider-Man and Star Wars. Fair. Because okay. the, with I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. Of course. So just going to the various locations like Kashyyyk. Yeah, that Dathomir, was really cool. Really whatever cool. Whatever the porn. Yeah, Dathomir. People. You got yeah, it right. there you go. You got it right. Okay. So I just like the environments there. And, and it's new probably, planets. Yeah. It's probably the best Star Wars game in recent history. Okay. I, I agree. I don't know. For me, it's just I I feel like in order to win an award for action ad- adventure, you need it to be open world so that you can adventure. Um, Well, open world or open areas. Or sandbox. Sam- yeah. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with, with sandbox. My... The coolest like adventure action adventure game that I have ever played was Breath of the, the Wild. Wild. Yeah. But the reason why it's <laughs> it's because when you want to just explore, it's go somewhere and find something, you will find something. Yes. If you decide to go off the beaten path to yes. go in this random direction, you will find something cool You're more rewarded. likely than not. Mm-hmm. And that's that's something that I and I think Ghost of Shima has a bit of that though. It's mostly through those birds and. Yeah. Stuff like that, which is kind of follow quests are a you. bit. It helps you a little. It helps you, but I don't like follow quests. Okay. So, but, but it still encourages you to explore the map. Yeah. Or whatever. So for me, um, when it comes to open world games, if there is an incentive uh, for me to go out of my way and explore every single inch of the world that is presented to me, there's an incentive. I get something for it. It makes me feel good. I'm all in. Okay. I'm all in. All right. All right. So next up we have RPG uh, with Final Fantasy VII Remake, Genshin, Persona 5 Royale, Wasteland 3, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Man, this this newest Yakuza game, nobody noticed when it came out. I didn't even notice, and I love Yakuza games. Yeah, I didn't didn't know until, like, later. I want to get it, but it's, like... Yakuza games are cool. I want to get it, but it's, It's a lot to do. They take up time because there's so much you can do. So, mm-hmm. like, if you want to play a Yakuza game, it's, like, one of those games where, like, it's worth your money, but understand you will be playing that game for a while. Let me let me take a gander of what your pick is. Okay, go All for right. it. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Persona 5 Royal. I think this should have been in way more categories than, <laughs> <laughs> than it is. The fact that it is only an RPG makes me so mad. But yeah. I understand because Persona 5 already existed and it was yeah. already ran for its awards or whatever. But Persona 5 Royale basically took what wasn't good in Persona and fixed it. <laughs> just made it a better game than yeah. it was. 
and yeah. it added new stuff and added really two really cool characters and I'm just like why isn't this in more categories but yeah Persona 5 R it's it takes it takes RPG but instead of concepts of leveling and stuff like that though it has those concepts yeah instead of focusing on leveling and equipment there is also a focus on expanding relationships with your friends mm-hmm. and working a job so you can make money mm-hmm. and uh, doing well in school. These aren't original RPG concepts, but these are RPG concepts you have to grind for in this game, mm-hmm. which is beyond cool. Not only do you have like real-life grind for an RPG, but you also have this fictional world, and they both kind of play into each other. Mm-hmm. Super cool. I love it. I will not be opposed I, I, to to Persona 5 Royal on winning, I would totally understand. It, hey, that's great. Persona 5 Royal, Persona 5 period, is a great game on its own. And you, you don't play you don't really need to say that much to really explain. You know, you just know. You like you can't explain You're Persona right. 5. Like you go and try to explain it, nobody's gonna want to play it. But they sit down and play it, and they're gonna want other people exactly. play it. It's the worst thing because you like tell your friends you gotta play Persona Five. It's like, okay, what is it? Uh, it's this game where you're students, and there's this other world full yeah. of monsters, yeah. and har- you steal people's hearts, and they're like, wait, hold on, excuse it's, me. It's like it's like <laughs> trying to ex- explain a, a special experience you've once had. Exactly. You know, but oh, my good. bias picked, right? Is Final will Fantasy be VII. Final Fantasy VII remake. Do you think it's a good RPG? Yes. Does it? Because I think it just uses old RPG concepts and just. I'm. I'm. It doesn't see, do anything innovative in this the RPG is, genre. In the RPG genre, no. But for Final Fantasy VII, yeah. See, this I'm still going through this mindset of also comparing it to the, the original. Because in the original, it there it was a turn base with the ATP meter going. Yeah. Right. And uh, now it's more like the newer Final Fantasy games. Yeah, like 15. You yeah. know. Or, or whatever. Uh, just just comparing that, I think it's great. I mean, enough said. I get your choice. I will heavily disagree. Okay. <laughs> there it is. You got any RPGs, Joe? <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of RPGs as a whole. I've never really played any of these games. Did you get, I, th- I feel like you'd like Yakuza. I would really like Yakuza from what I've seen, but I haven't played it yet. So Yakuza I guess by zero. default my pick would be Yakuza because the first one was funny. Oh yeah, the, like Yakuza karaoke Zero for one. Oh yeah, you're talking. So you're talking Yakuza Zero. Yeah. I love that game. You can get a chicken as your manager. Love it. And the bosses are really hard. <laughs> like that one wandering guy you find in a trash can. <laughs> I love the game, dude. Genshin so Impact. I need that's to, a lot of fun. I need to go get Yakuza. But right now I have no opinion. Genshin's gonna be weird, right? Because the people are into Very it weird. are into it so much that they spend hundreds of dollars in it. Yeah. So like. Well, yeah. So like you know, I'm just wondering. I don't, I, I don't hey. think Genshin is that fun. No, nope. but I also didn't get into it because I have a problem with MMOs and uh, RPGs like Genshin, where I get stuck in them. Mm. I was a Black Desert Online kid. I had my PC <laughs> running. I had my PC running for 72 hours straight doing AFK grinding while I wasn't home and then I'd show up and then do actual grinding at home while playing with my uh, guild wow. and then I'd go and then I'd go to sleep put it on AFK grind in some sort of way like you can get a backpack full of like heavy equipment and then you just go back and forth and it uh, increases how much you can carry it's stupid I don't want to get <laughs> back into a game like that ever again that's what that's what's keeping me away from RPGs as a whole to be honest grinding yeah Persona 5 doesn't have There's, a lot of grinding. I find it fun sometimes because, like, it gives you a chance to, like, just sit back and, you know. I get I I, I, under, know. I understand why who, people who do like grinding. I don't like grinding, which is why Persona 5 is definitely I don't like unnecessary grinding. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Persona 5, there's no unnecessary grinding. The only enemies you fight is on your way towards other objectives, unless right. you want to circle back and keep doing right. uh, stuff. But then you get over-leveled, and you're just stronger <laughs> for the rest of the game because it's not really made for you to grind. Unless you're playing on harder difficulties. I haven't played on harder. I've only played on easy or normal because my goal is just to Story. be friendly. Oh, I'm liking this no. next category. Next category, oh, I love it so much. We have fighting games. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Grand Blue Fantasy, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, uh, Street Fighter 5 Champion Edition, One Punch Man's game thing, under anime beat em up, and then Under Night in Birth EXE Late XLR. Mm, that's the Never, entire title. I've, I've seen gameplay from all of those except for that last one. That's because I can't read it. I'm not voting <laughs> for it just because of its name. No, that's yeah. very complicated. It's ju- it's very Japanese by the looks of it. Um. I don't like how Mortal Kombat 11 and Street Fighter 5 are in here. As much as I love the games, wow. I don't. They're not 2020 games. See, well, hold on a second. Well, in 2020, Mortal Kombat 11 went through two title updates. With probably there's nothing coming to Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate. I think that's the roster is full. Everything that's there will be there. Well, yeah. That, and that, what I feel this is, it's a newer version of the game, so that people want to get into it now can I have DLC, basically. Yes, precisely. So it's not. These games aren't 2020 games. They did drastically change most of the physics, though. Okay. They drastically changed. They damage scaled a hell of a lot of things. This, All right. Uh, and I'm going to give it to... I'm very biased here, but it's going to be Kombat. Mortal Kombat 11. Because the f- gameplay is fun. The characters, ev- all of them look beautiful. Like, the intros and outros, they capture the characters so well. Even the guest characters. I know I was showing off Rambo to oh. him the other day. And oh, he fell in love man. with because I actually got Sylvester Stallone to do the voice. Oh, okay. Same with I, P- same with Peter Wello Robocop. I gotta try to see this. It's yeah, so that's why we didn't. Gameplay is so on, flashy. Yeah, um, I feel like with Street Fighter, it's just Street Fighter is very hard to get into. It's a very I difficult fighting game. Very very difficult. I find it. I see. This is coming from a Street Fighter player, uh, and I I've I've tried Mortal Kombat multiple times. It's just for me, Mortal Kombat is is a lot. Slower. It is slower paced than yes. than Street Fighter, uh, and and especially Mortal Kombat 11. Well, I, I personally think Mortal Kombat is more complicated than Street Fighter. I mean, probably. Uh, that's I think complicated games have their own appeal, so I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, that, yeah, that's fair. But what you're all sleeping on, if you want fast pace, Grand Blue Fantasy. If you want fast pace, you're sleeping Grand on Blue the anime Fantasy fighters because is, Grand Blue Fantasy is honestly. Pretty I admit, I'm biased game. against anime fighters okay so but you're more of like the footsie fighter type. yes guy. i am yeah i'm more of the anime fighter type guy so i want grand blue fantasy to fair. win i want it's, it to feel like a chess game. game fair i want it i want to do sick combos and mm. overwhelm my opponent while seeing flashy visuals that's me mm. <laughs> totally fair that's it's, it's a great game i think, I it's, think a great game. it's gonna ultimately come down to a difference of opinions yeah. i think mortal kombat or street fighter is gonna win just because the people who are voting are game outlets right um, I don't think Grand Blue's Fantasy is going to win just because the the number of American game outlets versus uh, Asian game outlets. Well, hey, don't sleep on it. Don't, don't sleep on don't, it. I'm not sleeping on Grand Blue. Yeah, I wanted to win. Come from but. behind. And then we have Family Games, which I think uh, only one of these should win because of something that I'll explain. But we have Animal Crossing, Crash Bandicoot, Why is Fall Crash Guys. Here, I don't. It's, <laughs> it is technically a family game. Uh, Fall Guys, uh, Mario Kart Home Circuit. Minecraft Dungeons, Paper Mario, Origami King. My vote, Mario Kart Home Circuit. One, it's original and cool and kids love it. It's definitely a family game. Two, it is the only game that you can play with your family. 
<laughs> of all these games. Unless you unless everybody in your family were to get separate PCs or consoles, you can't play Fall Guys or Animal Crossing it, or Minecraft Dungeons, and then the other games are single player. It should be family friendly <laughs> games. Yeah, that would make sense. Ooh, but, but like it, but the family genre I've always considered to be like Mario Kart or Smash Bros. Right. Or uh, the Mario game that you can play with up to four people that's just Super Mario Bros. <laughs> just those games which, where it's like, I can play this by myself, my kid can play this by themselves, yeah. or the whole entire family can play it. This is... Well, I agree. I agree. It, Your perspective is fair. I agree with that partially, but I view it more as like everyone in the family could enjoy this game okay the kids mom dad grandpa crazy uncle steve and if for that for the inclusiveness of being enjoyable by everybody uh as much as i hate to say it animal crossing is going to take it okay by far i by i agree with everything you said i thought you were going to say fall guys um no i don't i do agree minecraft dungeons uh crash bandicoot are definitely not family games in the sense even just in because they're very complicated concepts, and if you ever try to get your mom to play Minecraft Dungeons or Crash Bandicoot, just Hades, she's not gonna. Not unless your mom's a gamer, she's not gonna do well so with Crash cool Bandicoot. Minecraft, <laughs> Minecraft Dungeons is just Diablo. Yeah, you know. And then and whose mom? Whose mom is gonna play Diablo? And Crash is Crash is Crash. Crash the Bandicoot. Platformer. It's, it's a, difficult. It's a hard platformer. Yeah. yeah, I don't. And Origami King. I, it, I think people complained about Origami King the same way that they did for the other Paper Mario games. Sticker Star. Uh, Color splash. There's not. There's not any like original characters. Right. Yeah. Um, things are. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the Origami King. I did not hear good things about. But anyway, we That's have race. Sad. We have uh, racing and sports. I just wanted to highlight this one real quick. If you guys want to talk about I it, mean, all I you, don't. I hate it. I hate that FIFA <laughs> 21 and 2K 21 are in this list. Of course they are. The, there is nothing new about these games. That's true. It's just That's roster true. updates. That's true. Why? But. <laughs> But Dirt 5. Dirt. Tony Hawk. Tony, Tony Hawk, Hawk Pro Skater. That's Boom. the one I think should win. If, pros- if Tony Hawk Pro Skater doesn't win, I'm going to be pissed. I just wanted to bring I up actually the- might vote. I'm probably going to vote for Tony Hawk. Yeah, I'm going to sign in and vote. I'm just pissed yeah, that FIFA it. and 2K are, are always here. there. They're, they're always, always there. Because what else What else are you, was going to contest with those? You know? Well, it's it's like they're not. like It's not Super Mario you, Strikers. You are the Game Awards, and you need to choose the cool sports games. Take out FIFA and 2K and go find some other indie sports game that came, what the golf came out this year that's a funny sports game it's a sports game by technicality it's a comedy sports game yeah, what but the golf I think what the golf is definitely more deserved in this list than FIFA 21 uh, I, if what the golf was on here if, oh if, my god if you're just gonna uh, seclude these games not, 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 not including the other 20 billion versions of them from previous years just these games alone compared to everything else throughout the year I get it. If the if two if FIFA 21 was a standalone game, I would be okay with people voting for it, right? Or it being a nomination but in it general. But it's just recycled assets. I believe yeah. IGN did a review for FIFA 21 where they just copied and pasted their FIFA 2020 review really? because it's the same game, that's and they too that's funny. they literally tweeted about it. They're like, that's yeah, so funny. for this review, we're just gonna copy paste our last review because that's what they did for FIFA 21. Nice. Funny, funny little story. Um, our roommate, um, he loves it. He he's a soccer player, and uh, he had uh, FIFA 2020, um, like last year. And then when he was telling us about uh, this of uh, 21, he was like, "I hate the game. 
but I, I love playing I'm it. Still gonna get I'm it. still going to get it. Yeah, no, that's... We definitely told all, them. All of my sports... Uh, uh, all my friends who are at the sports games say that every single year and it hurts me because it's like if like because they enjoy video games but they enjoy sports video games yeah if they were willing to try different video games they wouldn't have to play the same game over and over again yeah it's rough I we mean, definitely told him it's just the same game over and over and over again <laughs> and he said yeah I know <laughs> and That's- just so, it sucks because the problem is people still buy. If people stopped buying it, yeah. they would be a smart company and be like, okay, well, we got to switch things up in order for people to buy our game again. But if, since yeah. people keep buying it, they have no incentive to change. I mean, if people like their games like that, they like their games. Yeah, I'm just never good. I'm, I, have, I, like I, have, I have friends because uh, I, I host my Switch for people getting together and right. stuff, or at least before the pandemic. And I right. had friends who would be like, yo, you got FIFA? And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm, no, that's yeah. offensive that you would tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me if I have FIFA. <laughs> that disgusting, horrid game. And then they're like, bro, chill. It's just, it's just a soccer game. It's just game. a game. So. just a game, dude. <laughs> it's not to me. <laughs> anyway, uh, multiplayer. Um, we have Among Us, Animal Crossing. I mean, Among Us didn't come out in 2020. No, it didn't. Uh, Among Us, but it got popular now, yeah, so I'll give it a pass. Uh, Among Us, Animal Crossing, Warzone, Fall Guys, Valorant. Now, for me, uh, if we're looking at which game did multiplayer best, if we're talking uh, multiplayer games, take out Nintendo. Nintendo okay. Nintendo's online sucks. Okay. Like, yeah. No, yeah, no. I agree. Animal Crossing. And this is coming gone. from me. Fall Guys. <laughs> you can't re- Fall Guys it's funner to play with your friends but there's nothing really different about playing with your friends no um, I no. mean I guess you can help each other win crowns but only one person gets the crown um, I think Among Us takes the cake and this is coming from me I think Valorant takes the cake really for, for yep. me for me, it was Among Us or Valorant really um, because Valorant listens to the community oh, and okay. pros which is okay. something that you need war- for a, a, just a multiplayer game right Warzone they just kind of do their own thing, which pe- Call of Duty fans love it when Call of Duty does its own thing for the most part, except for the ranked matchmaking, whatever, which everyone's been freaking out about on Twitter. But regardless of that, people like Call of Duty the way Call of Duty does Call of Duty. However, Valorant is a game where literally they do something that people don't like, and everybody starts freaking out. when uh, And they change it. When the one operator was released, uh, sure. Killjoy, literally, literally one of the most broken characters in the game when on release, Everybody hated it. Val- the Valorant devs or Riot Games went to like the professional tournaments tournaments going on at the time, and they were like, "Don't run Killjoy, ban Killjoy, mm. while we fix Killjoy." Mm. They're still available in the game, and then they and I haven't played the game in a while, so I don't know how much they patched it, but I believe Killjoy now isn't as insane as she was before. Okay, so uh, Valorant's definitely been good at just in a multiplayer game of making keeping the game balanced. So that's why I think Valorant up th- should be up there. Among Us, it's a fun concept that people loved. I really like social deception games, but in that genre, there's much better games than Among Us. 100%. Like Deceit or um, Secret, Murder or Secret G-Mod. Palpatine or Secret Hitler. There you go. Um, there are there are plenty of better. Skywalker. But Among Us is still great. Check out our Among Us episode to hear more. <laughs> Hashtag ad. Uh, yeah. Shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well plug our Doom episodes. So we talked about Doom Eternal. There, uh, you already did. 
Boom. <laughs> All right. So is it time? Uh, one more. I just want to real quick give my thoughts on esports. I don't know if you guys had any th- esports I, thoughts. No. I, I don't have um, anything to say. The only thing I have to say is I'm really excited to see which esport wins best esports game. Okay. I don't have uh, one that I want to choose. I want to say CSGO because it is, in my opinion, the coolest of esports in terms of just getting into and whatever. But people will say the same about League, and people will say the same about all the other ones. Okay. So I'm I'm willing to take, put my opinion aside and just be like, I'm curious to see what they think is the best esports game this year. Okay. Um, For best content creator, the only name I've heard this year you said a lot. I know all of these people, but I've heard Tim the Tatman. His name a, a lot. He's a dad now. He's a dad now. Is that all he did this year? Did that make him content creator? <laughs> he was he was really bad at Fall Guys. We talked about. I think we talked about it when we did the oh, Fall Guys that episode. Guy? Yeah. Oh, uh, I guess okay. if his son creates content, then. But whoa. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but I think um, Tim the Tap Boy. <laughs> <laughs> but I think uh, Valkyrie, another content creator there, also deserves a special highlight. Like she took off. She's now sponsored by a hundred thieves, the organization. Cool. Like, it's insane. An insane story to her too. Um, the Score Esports is a YouTube channel. They made a video about. Her, her whole story, and it's definitely worth watching if you're interested Same in Valkyrie as a creator. Same with Alana Pierce her time with Funhouse, so I want to give Alana Pierce some credit, but I don't think she'll win. I don't. I think this is that's such a rough category to make the best yeah. of, but one that I understand the best of is best esports player. And I'm hope as a CSGO fan, I'm hoping for Zywoo, because you watch Zywoo play this game, and it is, m- most games he plays... He's beyond everyone else. Him and Simple, which is the which is considered the best CS:GO player. I don't know how he didn't get in to the esports awards, but whatever. Yeah, right. Um, huh. It's him and Simple, which are like this fight of like who's better, who's mm. the best player. Um, but they both like like ra- they you'll get ratings at the end of each game, and like usually people will be slightly below one or above one, um, slightly above one. He gets like 1.5s plus whenever he plays, and like. It's he's just an insanely reliable good player, um, which is why I want Zywoo to win. But at the same time, I don't know much about League, and from what I from looking up some of the League names that are on there, they're also really sick at the game. So like, I'm just I'm excited, but I ho- I'm hoping for Zywoo. I have nothing to say. <laughs> you guys gotta watch more esports. I have nothing to say. I watch esports, but the same is with me in regular sports. I don't pay attention to the individual people. Okay, mm. that makes sense. Mm. Unless it's like a free for all type of deal, which there rarely is. I don't. I don't look out for a specific person. That makes I sense. I just want. I want red team to win. <laughs> Something like that, because I'm simple. <laughs> I am uh, simple. To be fair, that's me when I'm watching it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll be watching CS:GO and then Phase Clan's playing, and my entire time, my brain's just like. Face can please win, but they don't win, never, which just makes me sad. But anyway, that's a uh, now we're gonna get into the special little note that I wanted to add. Uh, normally we do a game. This is less of a game and more so. Uh, each of us here have our five favorite games that we've played this year. It doesn't have to be released this year, and we just kind of want to oh, either okay. rank them or whatever. I'm gonna go first since I already have it here prepared. My number one game this year uh, took me a while between three different games. Among Us took the kick. Really? Um, I played a lot of Among Us, and every time people ask to play Among Us, I still want to play Among Us. It's right. just, it's this game I'm not getting tired of. And if there was a different social deception or deduction game out there for me to play that like I had friends who were willing to play, I probably would. But because Among Us is this game that so many people are willing to play of my fav- one of my favorite genres of games, 
it was really exciting to be able to just play this game over and over again with people and watch content for it. I mean, people make some good content for it on YouTube, Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just Among Us is at my top. Second, um, I res- got to respect my grind. Uh, CSGO is up there. Um, over the course of this year, I managed to go up one, two, three, four, five basically six by the time this year ends if i'm lucky uh ranks in the game it's from silver one i'm at silver elite right now would not be surprised if i make silver elite master by the end of the year and i want to just respect my grind in the game how much better i've gotten and put this game on the list because i do enjoy the game um so first two games weren't even released this year but now all the rest are last of us 2 is my third place um the game wasn't the greatest in the world but I had a really fun time playing it because I put it on second hardest difficulty, which I think is hard. Um, and I, I focused more on the combat of the game than the story. The story of the game was great. It wasn't exceptional. It was great. Um, or some people would consider good, but the gameplay of this game, which is something that I don't really see enough people talking about was super fun then you'd have the moments where you're going and running around finding loot so you can have enough loot for the next fight which is boring but then the next fight would come and oh my gosh it's great and then you'd have a little bit of downtime or whatever so (laughs) i really enjoyed playing the last of us when i played it number four honestly maybe should have been number three considered number three number four equal okay persona 5r Oh, Persona 5 I'm Royale. I'm, su- I'm surprised it's not higher. I'm I'm surprised too. Wow. But I have to respect how much grind I put into CSGO oh, well, and put yeah. it higher yeah, up in the list. Fair. That's fair. But Persona 5R, not only did I sp- spend so much time enjoying replaying this game and finding new stuff in the game, but they also added this area where you just play cards. Uh, this, this type of card game. I forget what it's called, but I got addicted to it. I could not stop playing this mini game they had. Right. And like that, I mean... The, just I spent so much time and then this was all while my brother was back in town I was able to use his PS4 once my brother was gone PS4 was gone couldn't play P5R anymore and suddenly I realized this game has to be one of my top games because I already miss it as soon as the PS4 was gone yeah. um, so Persona 5R is up there and then my last one Doom Eternal because that game's replayability and just fun is beyond comparison to me I really love the style of game where you're rewarded for going in rather than running back, retreating, getting health, and going back in. You're Doom, you're better off surviving, staying in the fight than leaving the fight, which is the coolest type of game. It's a cool little mechanic. Yeah, 100%. So that's my top five. Top five games of the year for Patrick. What so about you, Joe? I'm going to start from the bottom. Number five going up. Okay. okay. Bottom of the list, Fall Guys. Cause okay. It's fun. It's fun to play. After a certain while, it just gets redundant. You start to predict, oh, we're going to play Hexagon now. We're going to play, <laughs> you know. And also, I don't like, if you could have a mode where it's no team, no team games at all, I would do it 100% of the time. <laughs> but there is none because I'm always put on yellow team, and yellow team yellow always team loses. always loses. Um, but, yeah, it kind of lost its hype for me. Number, Listen to our Fall Guys episode. Number four, <laughs> um, Minecraft. Because wow. the update that happened this year, literally game-changing. Minecraft, uh, for me, was my number six. Yeah. Diamonds are no longer the hardest material to get. It's like obsidian? Netherite. No, it's netherite. 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 So, and they added a to- totally new aspect to the place that we just kind of overlooked since 2011. Check the out nether. our Minecraft episode. The nether is just 
awesome. I like oh, the, yeah. I like the red aesthetic because you know because I I've simple, recently like been uh-huh. I've been recently been replaying it in Minecraft. The the Nether is like its whole it's new beautiful. thing now, and it is so fun. I I get like. I was in wonder when I was like my first time going back to Nether in so long, and I'm having my friends send me the coordinates to the stronghold, but I have to get there myself. And I went through all the different regions, and I'm like, man, this is so cool. One, I'm at the basalt region in one area, and then next thing I'm at the little forest area with the giant pigs, and I'm like, man, this game's sick. Yeah. Um, number three, Among Us, because okay. I like social deception. I think it, the design of the characters is very cute. It's very charming. It's basically the only mobile game I've played, and it does have its bugs from crossplay from PC to mobile. But, you know, it's a start. I like it. I can appreciate it. Number two, uh, Mortal Kombat 11, not Ultimate, Aftermath. Ooh. Because the Aftermath expansion was the first ever time they had a NetherRealm Studios added a story expansion to the game. Oh. It wasn't, the story wasn't necessarily good, <laughs> you know. <laughs> was not very poor writing, but the inclusions of the characters Fujin, Shiva, and Robocop, they all belong on the roster. They all belong there. New stages. Um, I'm hoping, as terrible as the writing was for my girl Sindel, I hope that they, NetherRealm learns that this was a success and they keep doing stuff like this in the future. Now Ultimate came out, it's just adding three characters and nothing else, so I don't, I don't consider it Ultimate. And I just love Mortal Kombat 11 a lot. If it was on audio design, I would because it sounds like you're beating people up, especially the bone breaking. So satisfying. And number one, Halo, the Master Chief Collection. Oh, okay. A 2014 game. I was wondering what could beat Mortal Kombat, and I'm saying Halo makes sense. This year has been very good for that seven-year-old game because it added so much new content to Halo 1, Halo 3, and it also added the entire game of Halo Reach to it. Now, Halo Reach was my first ever Halo. I'm biased as hell. That game is beautiful. It's hard. It's very beautiful. And they just keep adding seasons to get people to kind of like, it's kind of like Fortnite seasons where they're just like, play this, you get skins and stuff. But with the new cosmetics, it actually gives us a reason too. Halo 3 has vehicle and weapon skins now. Is that not? The vehicle skins as well. Will get me to play. Yeah, the vehicles. You can make your tank pink. Nice. I love and it. And the, they just released the Halo 4 update, and Halo 4 is slept on. Fight me. I don't care. Now, yeah. Yeah. what I heard a lot of people kind of talking about is hoping that the that this would come out to be an eSport. Have you seen any updates on whether or not that's going to be something? Because the game's been out for a while. They changed nothing about the gameplay mechanics, just really cosmetics and maybe a few new maps. Um, there's competitive, like, whole branch, and uh, sometimes I still see Halo 3 um, esports being played. The real killer for Halo esports was Halo Reach because with enhanced mobility and all the armor abilities, it kind of killed it. Okay. So I don't think Halo is going to come back. Uh, maybe Infinite, crossing my fingers. Okay. So that you think that's going to be the game, if any, to have a... Yes. Okay. Yes. And that's it. I really like Halo. I really like Mortal Kombat. All right. That's, that's just my very predictable, <laughs> very <laughs> honest opinion. Well, hey, I liked hearing it. <laughs> Thank for, you. For me, there's, there's no particular order. I'm, I'm thinking as if, like, 
Doesn't have starting, to be in order. Starting off beginning of this year, January up until now, December. Sure. Like what the main games I've been playing. At the beginning of the year, I was playing Dragon Quest XI. Oh yeah. S for the Switch, definitive edition or whatever. You mentioned so, it in like the beginning episodes, like oh, the man. for like the first five episodes Ooh, you were bro. playing it. Yeah, um, I got it for Christmas last year, and um, I, I, I was I started it like late December last year, but I really got started and kept going um, in in the spring semester um, earlier this year, and I I couldn't put it down. The 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 story is amazing. As soon as I think it's gonna end, there's more to it, and that's not like a bad thing. Like. It, it, it keeps you going. It keeps you guessing on what's going to happen. The the music, beautiful. The art direction or, or you know, the, the art style or how everything looks. is It's Dragon Quest. Same person, the same artist who did Dragon Balls is the one doing this here. It's funny. It's 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 magical. It's amazing. Uh, there's there's so much to, to do. And, and I, I didn't put it down until I 100% completed it. Okay. And what a journey that was to do I was so satisfied like if I'm satisfied with completing a game I love it boom it, I will say Dragon Quest 11 is a near perfect game a 99% perfect game that 1% is is for me is just because of the forging like you, you get to make your own items and what you have to do to co- technically 100% it is you gotta uh, make every single item Oh, uh, so you at a, some point you're just at the grind of forging yeah, items. Yeah, and but it has to be perfect. You gotta get a gold star, you know. Oh, yeah. That doesn't sound like fun. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't, but like I I enjoyed myself because I was like, you know, maybe watching some things while doing it. So I wasn't really paying attention, but I was still doing it regardless. Okay. Um, next game's gonna be Xenoblade, isn't it? That came out next. Oh man, yeah, it is Xenoblade. That's true. <laughs> I. Not not only Definitive Edition and uh, Future Connected, but the second game, the the original uh, Xenoblade Chronicles for the 3DS that, that when it came out, like in preparation for Definitive Edition coming out to Switch, I picked it up on my 3DS again and I completed it, 100%. And then you, you also know? did two. But yeah, that was that was um that was last summer. No, I thought you said you 100%. No, never mind. I did, I did. I 100% completed two. And uh, Torna, uh, that was last year. I didn't do it this year. Um, but yeah, I, I 100% completed the 3DS version of Xenoblade Chronicles. Then when it came out for the Switch, I did it all over again. So two more playthroughs of the original game and the newly added epilogue, Future Connected. But it, it was such a, uh, a smoother time this point because I already know, knew what to do. And there's just so many new additions to the game to help me with the quests and stuff like that with gathering items and this and that. It's such a better experience. I love the game so much, you know. Um, then what would have been uh, next was Shantae and the Seven Sirens. I didn't get that until November this past month, and it came out in May, you know. Oh. I, I waited for the physical limited run uh, physical editions, like the collector's yeah, edition yeah. thing. Oh, I I just love Shantae. It's a, it's a great platformer. It's 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 a, uh, it's cool. It's it's one of those games that reward you from ex- for exploring. I'm one hundred sure. percent. The the new art styles for for all the characters beautiful. The music outstanding. Christina V, my favorite voice actress, did an amazing job as always. I love Shantae. I love Way Forward. Boom. 
Oh, uh, you said five games? Yeah, you got three. Okay. This game didn't come out this year, but I did play a lot early in the year. Uh, and Well, I played a lot to complete it. Uh, River City Girls, another way forward game. Uh, beat em up. Music, oh, outstanding. The writing, hilarious. Fourth wall breaking. I love it. There's so much replayability. Oh, there's oh, it's I get, I think that's a that's a perfect game right there. River City Girls, I totally recommend it. Another way forward, uh, title, and last but not least, that I just beat yesterday. At, um, as we were recording this, I I think I know. Hyrule Warriors. Yep. Age of Calamity. I gotta play it. It is, oh, it's a prequel to Breath of the Wild. And and it's supposed to tell you what really happened a hundred years ago at Breath of the Wild. There are things that go on that you don't think it's going to happen. You think something that you already know is going to happen? Wrong. It don't happen. Oh, my gosh. And I'm, it's, I'm it, excited to play it. It's a Warriors game, hack and slash. It's fun. You Do you know? like Warriors games? Um, I've only, I haven't played a Dynasty Warrior game, but I played the original Hyrule Warriors. This one, Age of Calamity, and uh, Fire Emblem Warriors. Okay. I like them. I, I think they're fun. You know, I, I like them up to a point. At some point, it just kind of gets grindy. Yes, I. Th- the way I play it is, um, I play, at least with Age of Calamity, I do the story bit, and then I do the side quest things, and then I take a break. Oh. Okay. You know, you you do need. I think you do need breaks with uh, Age of Calamity with warrior games and stuff like that, but. Uh, the the new music and stuff, beautiful. It's Zelda, you know. It's oh, yeah. it's a Zelda game, and it's kind of. I think I have so many questions about this game. I have so many questions about what it could mean. About <sighs> don't spoil anything. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just, not. I'm not. It just I'm not. came out too. I I I just been playing that game a lot recently. I love it. It's it's great. Yeah, that, those are, those are my top games for this gotcha. year. I think. I, I like it. I like to hear it. Honorable mention, uh, Xeno Gears. That came out in 19 whenever, a long time ago. Is that the one with Blanca? Y- yeah, That's yeah. Good. There, there's a character. His name is Rico, and he kind of looks like Blanca. It was like I saw an anime cutscene <laughs> of it, and it was something like, you can't do this because it's not <laughs> against God. And then the pan- the camera pans, and it's Blanca. Yeah. This is green guy with purple hair, with yeah. the orange hair. And I was like, the hell? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> the same like. Is this what you're playing? I love it. It's 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 what started the old Xeno series with Xeno Saga, Xeno Blade. Xeno Gears is the first one there, oh, okay. and and I recently one hundred percent completed that game. Great game. I Are love the it. games connected? Because mm-hmm. I played two, and I've no. played the beginning of one. Uh, no, the different series. No, like Xeno Blade is its own thing. Xeno Gears is its own thing. Xeno Saga is its own but thing. But are the Xeno Blades connected? Very very loosely. Is it because of the post-apocalyptic whatever? Okay, I'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk to <laughs> I'll you about it, it after I, the episode. I'll figure it out when I play the first game, actually. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, game of the year. Our favorite games of the year, kind of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> favorite games that we have played this year. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you guys want to tell us your favorite games of the year, I, I may be imposing by saying this, but post it on comment on the Instagram. Um, I'll be paying attention, uh, as well as uh, I put my at in one of the last uh, videos we did, but I'll put my Twitter handle again, at Patty P underscore. I figured out it does have the underscore. <laughs> um, 
love to talk to you guys about just you, favorite games of the year, I guess. Wanna, do you want to make is this Madam Raz's homework? Is Madam Raz's homework of yeah. favorite game of the year? It doesn't have to be released this year. Um, just, you know, favorite game you've played this year. Tell us about it. Do it. And now, the moment we've all been waiting for. Game of the year 2020. Who do you want to win and who do you think will win? I Okay, I'll, I'll say it. I want Final Fantasy VII to win. I want Hades to win. Fair. It, an indie game winning would mean the world to me. Who I think would win, I would say Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. People want uh, Animal Crossing to win just to get I don't. just to get people mad. I'll be... Mm. <laughs> my thing is, with my picks for the, my favorite game of the, of the year, is how the developers listen to the community. Because, like, with Minecraft, we're getting that cave update that we've wanted forever. With... Um, but how do you with, listen to the community with games that just come out and are done? Well, with that, um, the whole reason Melina is in Mortal Kombat 11 is because people demanded it. And you could tell it from her design she was meant to be in the main roster. And because we pushed and they eventually gave it to us, we got the, our classic stages back and all of that. And, you know, people wanted new content added to the Halos since they released. And... Going by that logic of community and developer relationships, none of these, but Animal Crossing. <laughs> but Animal Crossing <laughs> will probably get it. Okay. You think it, Animal now, Crossing? I'm not yeah. a huge fan of Animal Crossing in general, but I think it'll get it. Now, what I'm looking for in Game of the Year is a game that's basically set apart and distinguished as like a... N- not even necessarily a piece of art, but a piece of entertainment. Mm. Like if I were to take all of the games this year and I could only keep one mm. to be to be like the game of the year, I think Hades. Just because this game, just because one, it's indie and indie is growing, and I think twenty twenty is the one of the biggest years to show how big indie games I mean, have gotten. Uh, Steve got into Minecraft, indie. Boom. Kind of. Or, I'm sorry. <laughs> Smash. Smash. <laughs> Steve was always in Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I've made the same mistake. But, yeah, I, like, kind of. But, like, indie games more and more are becoming things people play and, like, accessible, too, which is insane because before it was kind of most, – most people only who played indie games only played them on PC. But right. now we have, like, such – Hades winning game of the year to me is, one – because it should. I mean, Hades was one of the best-reviewed games within all of these. Um, just and and it's an indie game. Mm-hmm. Less less developers. That's a big deal. Less developers. Less money going yeah, into that's it. That's a really big and deal. And it, it's managing to get put with Nintendo's biggest game of the year, Animal Crossing. Not saying much. Uh, Naughty Dog's biggest game of the year, Last of Us Two. Mm. Um, Ghost of who made Ghost of Shima? That um, was Sucker Punch. Yes. Sucker, pu- Sucker Punch's game of the Sucker year, uh, mm. Ghost of Tsushima. Square Enix's Square. first good game in a long time. Wow. Final, Final Fantasy VII Hold remake. Wow. Square <laughs> um, Enix also makes Life is Strange, so you're making two enemies here today, Frank. <laughs> and and Bethesda. You have all of these huge studios, yeah. and then you have Supergiant, I believe, is Hades. Yes, it is. With, with Hades. And you're yeah. like, this game has to mean something. Yeah. If it's in a lineup with Bethesda's Doom, mm-hmm. Square Enix's Final Fantasy VII, yeah. um, uh, Animal Crossing, yeah. for Nintendo's Animal Crossing, Square Enix, or sorry, Naughty Dog's The Last of Us, like if Hades is here, it deserves to win because mm. just just by the fact that it got there. 
fair. Yeah, it's a big deal. I would like an indie game to win. It's a I know really it's not going to happen, but it's just the I, underdog. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. When Hades first came out, how many people were saying it was an insane game on Twitter? Like, it was more than I've ever seen for an indie game. Mm. And, I was get, and I was getting, like, people who I didn't even follow on my feed just being like, yeah, Hades is great. And I'm like, Twitter, do you, wa- Twitter do you want me to play Hades? Like, <laughs> um, But, yeah. So like, that, hint, hint, play it. So I get I get all the games, and I'm not going to be mad if any of these win because they're all huh. pretty great games. Yes. But Hades should win. If Animal Crossing wins, I'm going to be I don't think weird. Animal Crossing should win just because, oh. like, sure, they do stuff for their community, but they also don't. How much how, how the crafting process works from – I haven't played it, but I, I believe you have to, like, repeatedly go through the menu just to craft each individual thing. I have no idea, dude. The – and then just the fact that it's, I mean, it's a fun game, but the fact that it's not, it, the game doesn't really have a direction per se. It, like, it's no end goal yeah. other than your own personal one, which I can understand, it's, but at the same time, like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'd be cool with Animal Crossing Fit 1. I don't think it should. For me, I think what, how I decide a game of the year, right? It's about fun. If That's just my own personal preference. If I have fun with a lot, or if I have a lot of fun with a certain game, that's that's all I care about. That's all I want, you know? I just want to have fun. So all these games are great, minus one. Um, but <laughs> Do you think Animal Crossing is not I don't, good? I don't like, I'm not saying that it's not good. I just It's my own personal preference. I don't like Animal Crossing that okay. much. Okay, and that's you know? totally fair. You know? yeah. Have you played Stardew? Yes. Not it's, a fan either? It's a... Mm. Okay, so you're just not a fan of like the, or are you a fan of like sim, like city builders in general? No. no, I'm a completionist. I want to complete. You want to beat the game? <laughs> yeah, like I want everything. I want to do everything. You but want I the can't. you want the objective set? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Any closing remarks to you guys? Uh, no. Happy New Year. I'm gonna play. Hades is my closing remark, and like I've I've been wanting to play it right, but like. Man, I gotta play Hades if I'm advocating for it this hard. But I know yeah, I'm gonna play it, and yeah, I'm do. gonna continue advocating it this yeah. hard. I mean, I love Supergiant, so like, I already I trust Supergiant enough, and I tr- trust that Hades is good. If everybody's saying it's good and it's Supergiant, then it's good. There it is. It has been a good and also weird year for games because Oof. the new generation of consoles just came out. Yeah, that's true. So, and it was a good year for gaming. Great games came out this year, but. I think the future is looking brighter than the present. Mm. The best is yet to come. Mm. We're still waiting on Breath of the Wild too. Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, that's right. Comes out. Right. Comes out the day of uh, Game of Year Awards. Uh, sure. In an alternate reality, it could have been on this list. That's yeah, yeah. But hey, it'll be on next year's list. Most <laughs> then we can talk definitely. about it. Um, all, all right. right, close us out, Jared. That's all the time we have for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Razzle Dazzle. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Razzle Dazzle Show. To get those Madam Razzle's homeworks done, you've got to follow us on Instagram. Uh, answer, you know, what is your game of the year? Tell us what it is. And if you do that, you can have a chance to win or have a chance to pick an episode, pick a topic for a future episode and all that good stuff. Make sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Go look at Eagle Radio at um, 365 app. Do all that good stuff. Happy game of the year. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye, we love everybody. You.
Emphasis on emphasis. <laughs> With a video game on video game. I don't know. <laughs> With an emphasis on emphasis is goofy, but no. It's just something I thought of. Whatever you want. I don't uh, care. With an emphasis on pop culture. I mean... With an emphasis on 2020. <laughs> uh, Whatever you want. I don't care. With an emphasis on our favorites. Sure. Okay. Hell yeah. All right. Cool. We'll try it out. Let's do it. Alrighty. So I've already started recording. Great. So give me the useless countdown. Useless countdown. <laughs> 